Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An Internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, live on the Philippe Matthews Show. And I've got her back, Dr. Meg blackburn Losey. Are you there with me, my dear? I am. It's so good to be back, Philippe. Hi, everyone. Oh, it's wonderful having you back. Last time you were here, we we went to the moon and back into the stars and we saw the beginning and the birth of the universe. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, we're talking about consciousness, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're, we're doing this phenomenal series uh, with Dr. Meg uh, on consciousness. And today we're not falling short because today we're going to be talking about energy and, uh, you know, what, what is consciousness, what is energy, and how are they related, and what kind of energies are there. Uh, so, you know what I'm going to do, Dr. Meg? I'm, I'm going to do like I've been doing and just kind of like I'm in a classroom. I'm sitting here with the teacher. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to let you roll with it by starting off with the question of what is energy and how many, what type of energies are there? Energy is what makes everything. It's how everything works and, and what comes together to manifest reality and our consciousness is pure energy and it's in the form of electromagnetic energy as we talked about in our first um, segment of the series uh, and if you missed that you might want to go back and listen because we explained everything very deeply um, so there are different forms of energy and they're very important as basic building blocks of everything. Mm -hmm. First first of all, there's what someone might call inert matter, inert energy, and that is nothing more than pure potential. It is waiting for instructions to become something, and it's energy that has also been used and expended. So it actually recycles itself which is very cool because what that means is energy is infinite and it doesn't die, it doesn't go away, it just changes form. Mm. So it goes from pure potential and then it gets instructions which excites that particle, that that area of energy, whatever the case might be, and then it becomes alive, it becomes it, it becomes light, literal light, and then as it does its job and it's expended, shall we say, it does what it's supposed to do, then it goes back into the form of inert matter, energy, and becomes potential again. So it's a very cool process that never ends. 
And the beautiful thing about energy is that when it's following its instructions, whatever those are, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, mm-hmm. when it's following its instructions, it actually harmonizes with other energy forms, particles, whatever the case might be, in order to create whatever the instructions dictated. So when that happens, it can go through any number of changes before it comes the reality that it was told to become. So it harmonizes, it reharmonizes, it reharmonizes, and it evolves into an actual event of a, a hard reality like we are or things in our world, um, those are just energy that got instructions and became something. So basically, excuse me, basically what I'm trying to say is energy is nothing more than creation expressing itself in different ways. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing is it's intelligent. It actually knows what to do. Energy, you know, I'll give you a really good example and tell another story on myself. Mm-hmm. I, w- I have had instances where I've made appearances in, in different places, and often I will offer days where I do private sessions with people. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I get tired sometimes, or I've been working for weeks straight, you know. And... I can remember a couple of times, one in particular, that I went wherever I was staying that night and I said to my host, I had a couple of people today that I don't feel like I did a very good job on. I, I just feel like I, I I was so tired, I just don't think that I gave them a thousand percent, which is what my heart always wants to do. Mm-hmm. And those were the biggest miracles, some of the biggest miracles I've ever seen. And basically, I stood there with the intention of what was to happen. I went through the motions, but I was unaware because I was just fried that in spite of me, the energy did exactly what it was supposed to do and because I set the intention and specifics and those were I mean unbelievable events happened for those people and what I learned from that was energy is always intelligent and I can give you a thousand other examples but the point is it knows what to do mm-hmm. and when we try to make it something that is not true it can't do that for us because it can only respond to what's true. It's really get, neat get how deeper into that, Doc. Get a little deeper into that if you could and clarify that 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 sure it can only give us what 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 we what we want. Uh, uh, but but <laughs> because that's a little that was a little technical there. Okay, so here's a really good example. You you know I've talked about the touching the light healing work that I teach. Yeah. And my, my students every year come in, and like all of us, they have their stuff. And as they start moving energy through their bodies, this kind of energy that I teach them to work with, 
a lot of them will start to release emotions. Um, they'll cry, they'll laugh, they'll they'll do any number of things. They'll really get into their stuff. And what happens is, if something isn't true, when you're working with energy, it it can't stay. And we hide a lot from ourselves. And when we do, that those things that we didn't know what to do with, those emotions, those experiences, those things that were hard or that we didn't have life skills for are stored in our bodies in different forms of energy. So when we bring good, clean, light source energy through our bodies, all of that other stuff starts to release and go away. And when that happens, my students literally change overnight. I mean, they they are so much happier. Their their perspectives are different. It, it's just amazing how our bodies can react to the intelligence of energy, knowing what's true and what's not. So, if we tell if we tell creation, we talked last time about manifesting reality, and no, that was the first time. And we talked about giving instructions to creation and creation reorganizing literally to bring us that reality. If we say, if we send instructions out that are are not true in reality, or we send messages out, for instance, out of desperation or out of, I want this and I want that, but maybe that isn't a good thing for us. Mm-hmm. It may not create for us because creation has other information that is far greater than what we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a massive intelligence going on, and no one's directing it except us. But it's it's really interesting how intelligent energy really is and how it knows what truth is and what truth isn't. And it's fascinating because I can literally watch information travel into creation and communicate with those particles that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And I can see them literally reorganize. And when we put something out there that's not true... What happens is those particles will begin to kind of oscillate. They'll start to kind of rock in place. But then they, in, in the final moment, they don't change. And the reason mm-hmm. is that wasn't true or the message was mixed. So, so those are. So what happens with that? Um, how, how would I call it? The, uh, with. And it wouldn't be necessarily a negative intention, but it's just a, um, uh, uh, well, you know, it's just an intention that 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 is is sending out a mixed signal that cancels each other out, or it's a canceled signal. In a sense. What happens? With then that? nothing will happen. Ultimately, nothing will happen. But if you send out a message that has ill intent, um wishing something bad for someone else, something like that, what happens is you may get that wish, that desire, but what happens is it'll come back to bite you because creation will bring you always what you express. Mm -hmm. So even if you express it about somebody else, 
it's going to come back, and you're going to get some form of that because that's what you put out. So you have to be really careful how you work with this stuff consciously because it really knows what it's doing in spite of us. <laughs> we can send the intentions, and we can create miraculous things. We can create horrible things. But ultimately, whatever that was that we put out there will return to us because that's the way it works. Wow. That's, ex- that's inc- incredibly powerful. Yeah, so, it is. So in a sense, energy cannot be destroyed at all. That's a quantum physics law. Well, the scientists don't know that part yet, but yes, that's true. <laughs> and like we talked about, every time I bring these things up, science comes out with it. We talked about in our first segment about how we're so vitally important as as part of creation that if one of us was to just disappear and no be no more, creation would literally implode because everything is this beautifully choreographed balance of energy that becomes potential, then is excited, becomes alive and evolves into something, and then is used up and then becomes potential again. Mm-hmm. So it can't possibly die because it's just sitting there waiting for instructions. It just changes form. So that being said, the you know, people that talk about the potential of infinite energy are absolutely correct. They just haven't figured out or or come to an understanding scientifically mm-hmm. that this is the process that happens in creation all of its own accord. Mm. And here's something else really interesting. Energy learns. Creation learns. We talked about how everything is is created and how the light learns and records everything that it experiences along the way. Mm-hmm. And just as that is, is occurring, everything that we do, everything that we express, everything that happens in all of creation, creation learns from that. Just like our DNA expresses epigenetically, it learns without changing form. So mm. does creation. And creation, when it learns from everything that's happening, creates new realities and new events based on the information that it has learned. So it's a constant evolution of energy reharmonizing based on the progress of what creation is learning and becoming something new and different. Well, so, I'm that because are you say, what, what, what I hear you saying is, is that we really need to be accountable and measured and what we're thinking and our intentions, otherwise we continue because uh, uh, intention is learning or energy is learning, the universe is learning, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of regurgitating, giving back to us more and more of what it is that we are putting out there. So we're, in, we're inevitably responsible and accountable for the energy and the thoughts that we are uh, constantly bombarding ourselves with. Absolutely. So if things aren't going the way we want them, what we need to do is look at what kind of messages are we putting out there? What are we teaching creation about ourselves that it's bringing to us, you know, because that's the bottom line. 
for instance, if we are in victim mode, we feel like everything's happening to us, then everything is happening to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and when we start to become empowered and allow ourselves to realize that we are infinitely powerful beings, then that changed message starts to bring to us everything that we need um, in that empowerment. So it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing how this all works. And our consciousness is bringing instructions to creation, as we talked about previously. And so it, what I like to tell people is be what you intend because you've got a lot of hopes and dreams and ideas and intentions in there. But if you're not walking that talk, in other words, if you're not being what you're imagining, then how could it ever be true you're creating your own paradox? Mm-hmm. And you're teaching creation exactly what you're ex- you are expressing. So... It it's really not that hard to change how things are going. It's basically about setting our intentions and being what we intend. In other words, praying and moving our feet. <laughs> you know, mm, I like that. Both. I like that. Yeah, we have to do both. We we and the way that we do that is by watching for the signs and synchronicities that are saying, "Go this way. Go this way." Don't go that way. Go this way. And it happens in every moment all around us. And we're so busy in our mental mind, our electrical mind, which interferes with our higher nature, that we often miss those signs. But the more intentional we get, the more present we get, and the more present we get, the more clear those signs are for us. That's powerful. This is amazing. So, so let's talk about this. Let's, uh, uh, is, can you direct energy or should you request energy? Actually, you can direct energy by intent. In other words, um, well, in healing work, I keep it really open knowing that energy is intelligent. So I don't say go in there and fix that place where it hurts. What mm-hmm. I do is what I do is direct a broader intention um, that brings whatever that person needs so that they feel better. And if I see specifics, okay, fine. But generally, I keep the message broader uh, to allow for possibilities I might not have noticed or considered, you know. But um, so when we say a prayer, we set an intention. We think a thought or say a word or whatever. We actually are directing energy and giving an instructions mm-hmm. to do exactly what we said. Mm-hmm. So the other piece is a lot of people think that they should ask creation to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Asking denotes failure, a potential uh, failure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Asking denotes the possibility of failure. So what I teach my students is don't ever ask creation to do something, command or require it. Because if 
if we are truly acting as a facet of the cre- of creation, which we are, then we're basically asking ourselves, you know. Um, so what we want to do is command that reality to become a part of our life, require it to happen. So that does not leave any room for a potential failure because and the other piece of that is expectations are a good setup for for that it's just like asking okay an example is looking to create a reality and having expectations then we get what we expect or less and nothing else and I did I do believe I talked about this in our first segment. Mm-hmm. When when we create expectations like that, it's pass or fail. But we have infinite possibilities available to us. And if we just require the reality that we want, then it's already done. And I know we did talk about that, but I wanted to bring it up again because it's really vitally important that we get this. If we ask, we're afraid of failure. We're afraid somebody will say no. We learn that as children. Mm-hmm. Creation, creation sees us all as children, as as basically parts of the whole, <laughs> not personal. So what we need to do then is use that part of being that whole and direct that choreography as if we're the one in charge of the entire thing. Because now, you know what you've also done by, by, you know what you've also done by offering this is, you know, there's a difference between, well, we always talk about there's a difference between prayer and meditation. And a lot of people who are in traditional prayer um, mm-hmm. are asking and begging uh, right. God, or maybe they get a little involved and say, well, I'm, I'm going I'm gonna to beg the universe <laughs> for this intention. And uh, they take some of that 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 um, uh, begging and 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 prayer, uh, oh God, uh, a, a concept into their intentionality, and wonder exactly. why it's not working. And you just described and explained why it doesn't work because it's an automatic setup for failure, automatically negating the very thing that you're trying to intend. A perfect interpretation. And, you know, Dr. Emoto, bless his soul, uh, proved this by putting messages on water and then photographing what happened to the water once the message was uh, given. And that's, to me, the first scientific proof that shows how creation listens. Mm. He put, I love you, on a bottle of, on, on water, and he put, I hate you, on bottles of water, and a whole lot of other messages. And depending on the message, when it was frozen, it crystallized into either beautiful forms or very deformed uh, crystals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and he did some amazing work. Bring, but I I'm I'm not sure that people really got what he was able to show in in his, even though it seemed like a minimal thing. I saw that as as proof of everything that we're talking about. 
And it was just the beginning. Um, I just hope science doesn't mess with it too much once they figure it out because they have no idea the the ramifications of what can happen if they start messing with this stuff because it listens, you know, and um, and tra- changing the form of energy, for instance, in a particle accelerator um, is can have, well, they know that it has immense results, that they can create energy, they can they can look at energy as it goes through different actions. They're looking for this God particle, which is what we've been talking about all along. Right. And, exactly. yeah, but in doing that and in messing with that, and, that's, and that particle, by the way, is the inner energy that's waiting for instructions. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So they have to understand that when they are able to identify something like this, the intention of everyone and, and the thought of everyone present, anyone any even involved in this whole thing, can tell that particle to do something, and that could be really interesting. <laughs> so, so that's how intelligent energy is, and that's how powerful we are. And uh, and and it, it's just mind blowing to realize that as it dies, it recreates itself. I mean, it doesn't die; it it's used up, and and as it's used up, it becomes it becomes another opportunity to live into something whatever creation or we tell it to be and and that's mind-blowing I mean to think that nothing really ever dies it just changes form mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. goes with us that goes for us too by the way we we just borrow our bodies for a while and and uh, we we change form too but we still have our consciousness and we're still aware. So um, when we talk about energy and consciousness and that kind of thing, it's infinitely gifted with the ability to learn, to be, to be nothing and be okay with it, mm-hmm. and and to excitedly come alive again. So um, it, it's a beautiful cycle, and it's infinitely choreographed and happening constantly as creation evolves every split second because it's learning from everything that's happening within it. And we're mm-hmm. part of that and we're contributing to that. That's 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 huge. That is so huge. What a wow. I you know, it's so fascinating with you. I thought uh, every time it gets better and better, I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> this is so awesome. So so do you have an exercise for us uh on how we can get uh, further in tune with our energy to manipulate that energy, to to tell that energy uh, what we want it to do, and to send that impression out, uh, that intention out, uh, uh, impressed onto uh, the quantum the quantum field. And how does it differ from what we did uh, in the in the previous exercises where we were in the pyramid and we were uh, uh, within creation? Sure. Happy to do that. Um, the the one we did in segment two was 
about learning how to feel ourselves separate from everything as a consciousness, not really literally separate, but to feel ourselves and to hear the tone that is us in all of creation. And then we experience creation as a whole. And then we put it all together and we found the balance of the, of the middle mm-hmm. uh, in the true trinity. So that was basically an exercise in learning how to get out of body safely and how to recognize ourselves in in the infinite. So I thought what we could do today is we won't have time to like actually do do this, so I'm going to explain it. And the other piece is you have to use music and we have copyright issues on the radio shows. Sure. So what I'm going to do is explain it, and then you can do it. Um, I believe it's also in my book, Touching the Light, or uh, The Secret History of Consciousness. I think it's in Touching the Light, I'm pretty sure. Um, I call it movement to spirit. And the first thing to do is to put your hands out in front of you, apart like you would hold your hands for a prayer but don't let them touch and feel the warmth of the energy between your hands and some of you have done this to a degree before where you make like a ball of energy in your hands and you play with it or you Mm -hmm. can actually play catch with it Um, this is only the beginning so you find that energy between your hands and then Spread your hands as far apart as you can get them without losing the sense of that warm feeling. That warm feeling, by the way, is your life force. Mm -hmm. And it's also your consciousness. So literally, when you focus on this energy between your hands, what you're doing is putting your consciousness into your hands. Mm. Okay, so when you do this, I suggest putting on music that's like a good background music, not something that you would sing along with, and definitely something that doesn't have words because words are energy and mm-hmm. hearing messages, and we don't want that right now. So focus clearly and only on the energy between your hands, and then... As the music plays, follow the energy, move it, you know, you're going to feel like it wants to do something. So instead of trying to make it something, I want you to do just the opposite when you, when you play with this. Take the energy, deal with it, and then feel it in your t- entire body how you feel, and then music's playing, start to follow it. The, the energy's going to want to move. Keep your hands in the same position and very slowly and intentionally while breathing, because you got to breathe to keep your energy moving, mm-hmm. follow that energy. And when you feel it change, stop. Keep focusing on it and feel what's happening inside of your body. It's going to feel like something's changed. 
let yourself experience that. And once your body has had that experience, you will know to go ahead and keep moving. And then as you get better at this, try pushing your energy a little bit away from you, pull it back to you, pull it to your heart. Be still and see how that feels. And then pull it away and feel what happens inside of your body as you do that. And then you can actually get to where you do bigger things and you can kind of like make an, bring it up over your head and make an arc where you've got that energy still in your hands, but now it's like a rainbow shape over you. Mm-hmm. See how that feels. Mm-hmm. Reach up, pull energy down from above you, and and feel that in your body, then reach down and pull energy up from below you and see how that feels in your body, you're going to find that those two are very different from each other. Mm-hmm. And just play with it. But let it, after, after you kind of do that little bit of playing with pushing it away and pulling it to you, you will get really good at following it. Now, what this does, I'm going to give you some serious warnings about this, okay, because this is really important. Mm -hmm. I used to teach this at expos and conferences, and I had to stop because it can open you very, very quickly because what's happening is you are literally working with your consciousness And as you focus and follow the energy, you're starting to pull different kinds of frequencies of energy through your body. Mm -hmm. That will start the releasing I talked about in the beginning of the show tonight of, of things that are no longer true. So this could make you very emotional. Mm -hmm. Most people get very joyful doing this. And many people have said it's like dancing with God. Mm-hmm. Or, or or spirit, and that's why I called it movement of spirit because it's what it's like. But it also brings you present, and it stills your mind. It's it's a moving meditation. Mm-hmm. But it can also, if you do this regularly, it can also open your you to your consciousness very very quickly, to where you might start having experiences you're not used to that will challenge your reality, your sense of Uh reality. If that happens, you're in charge. It's your experience. Just stop doing it for a few days. Get used to what you've had, you know, what your experiences have been. And once you're comfortable with it, then do it some more. Mm -hmm. But, But the other piece is if you do have an experience, don't try to recreate it. Because that was another now. And nothing ever happens outside of now, so you cannot recreate something that's already happened. Mm. It will be different every single time you do it. Mm-hmm. And don't overdo it, because you'll build up so much energy in yourself that it'll be very uncomfortable. So make sure you, like, if you do this 
daily or I suggest like three times a week to start so mm-hmm. you don't it it takes a lot of how can I say this your body has to get used to holding and running that much energy it's like building different kinds of muscles than we're used to I was going to ask you that because uh, is this something you can do every day all during the day it's like no I don't think so you you can do it every day once you get to get really used to carrying energy like that. Mm-hmm. But you can get so overcharged, it's like you're plugged into an electrical socket. And mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. good. It's not comfortable. And it scares people. And, and this is nothing to be worried about. You can't hurt yourself unless you overdo this. Like I said, it's your experience. You're in charge. If that happens, here's some good ways to ground. Run cold water on your wrist. Eat chocolate. It's a good source of magnesium, and it and it's very grounding. My favorite is to walk barefoot in the grass. Um, put your back against a tree, or or just hug a tree and let the excess energy run into the earth. Put your hands in the dirt. Any any of those things are really good grounding tools if you get overcharged. But be really careful. Because you can open very quickly doing this exercise. It's how, it's what I was doing when the master started showing up in my living room because I said, show me. Mm -hmm. And, And so it's really powerful. And the other thing is, please, if you do this, don't do it with any intentions in your mind. Because you can literally conjure things you don't mean to by having things in your head. If mm-hmm. you're worried about something, you're mad about something, if you know, if you've got any particularly negative emotions going on, do not do this until you've moved through that and you're back in a more balanced place. Mm. Because it, because whatever you intend when you move energy like this, that will come alive. So it's very it seems like a very simple thing to do but it's extremely powerful because what's happening is you are opening and becoming a vessel for creation to flow through and as that happens it takes all of your messages with it okay Mm -hmm. you see what I mean so Mm -hmm. be be really careful I'll tell another story on myself I had some I was a real estate broker before I get into being weird which is wonderful and I, I had three deals that were just really, really teetering. And I was, I needed those, those paychecks. I mean, I worked on commission and they were all big deals. And I would, I did this every morning just to keep my body relieved of all the energy that was flowing through it. And, I was whipping energy around like crazy, and before I even got done, the phone rang, and every single one of my deals died within an hour because I was whipping my worries around and didn't realize it. Wow. So I learned really fast (laughs) to be real careful what I had in my head when I did this exercise because it is so expedient at manifesting it's unbelievable. And this is the same energy, the same way you learn to use energy when you do healing work. 
that you need a lot more instructions than I just gave you to do that. Mm-hmm. But this is a this is a really good way to start to get to know energy in your body and around you because what happens is as you start to do this exercise and you move around and you follow it, don't ever try to make it something. Follow it. Keep your attention on it and don't waver those two things and it will be remarkable for you. But um, just be careful. Drink a lot of water. You burn off magnesium. When you run a lot of energy, you burn off potassium. And there are certain cycles in our body that need those minerals. So be really careful you don't burn yourself up doing this because once you start, you won't want to stop. It's a lot of fun and it feels really good. And things will start changing in and around you and you'll become sensitized to you'll feel people walking up before they even come into the room. I mean, you get so sensitive. Everything is energy. So once your body learns a whole new vocabulary that is feeling and it, and that will start to relate in everything. You'll start to recognize people's true motivations whether they're telling the truth or not. Mm. I mean, mean, there's so much when you've got the truth flowing through you like that. There's so much you see that you never saw before. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is incredible. Just be positive when you do it. You know, be careful with it. It's it's strong. Now, you said that that, that, uh, this process is in what book now? I believe it's in Touching the Light. It's my book about healing. Okay. It's in, and how it's in two get, or three how of my get books. Get on the website and get in contact with you because this is amazing. This is something you've got to do today, people. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> boys. Right um, my regular website is spiritlite, spiritlight.com. 